I think I think in the number one spot, you know, I, I got to take George Washington in terms of like just like not not in like my personal opinion, you know. Hey, he's an overall player. He's doing great. Yeah, you know, he's he is that guy. You know, every quarter, every one dollar bill, you know, you see him everywhere. He is that guy. But for right now, we're going to do the Down to Talk Radio podcast with me, Logan Down, and who? Uh, my name is Aiden Gates. Yeah, second time. I only invite the best ones to come back. Yeah, it's great to be back. I feel like you'll enjoy it. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. I feel like you're a good person to have on. I like you. That's that's why I invited you again. And I needed somebody, so it was a win-win. Okay, fair enough. Do you, do you have someone coming on for, for 10 p.m.? Or? Yeah, I have two guys coming on. Okay. I've had them on in, uh, separately, but they're like super good friends. So I'm putting them together to see what what that what, what that is like. And I was like, you, I was like, you had this great speech during class today. And I was like, maybe we should talk about that. Because I feel like you were way more prepared than you probably should have been. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a good segue. So you had a book that, why did you bring that book to class? Did you read that whole thing? I didn't read the whole thing. No, I was I was planning on using it as a prop actually during uh, during the speech, and then I just totally forgot it and really? it, left it. Yeah, on the desk. Yeah. So tell me, give me a little summary for you out there listening. Tell me, explain like what your speech was about. All right. Well, um, you know, it was a uh, communications ten ten here at SEU, so it was very very simplistic seven to, or five to seven minutes, and um, I chose to talk about the uh, assassination of John F. Kennedy and a couple of the conspiracy theories. I did not expect the conspiracy the conspiracy theory part. I knew the assassination, but I had no idea we were going to do this conspiracies. Yeah, the, the whole idea really was... So it took me off. So it took me off guard. I was like, what? Yeah, I think I think it went well. Like, all things considered, I think it could have been a lot worse. Well, I feel like you didn't even need the slides. I feel like you could have just said it. Because, like, you were like... Especially that quote you read, you like looked at it, then you looked away, and you kept saying it. I was like, oh. Yeah. Like, I had a quote in mind, but I was like reading it the whole time. Like, I feel like, uh, I I feel like that wasn't my best run through of the presentation, but yeah. you know, that's just, that's just what happened. Did you say it's average, your average run? Yeah, I think, like, if you took every single time that I went through it, like, it was, it was about average. But I mean, you know, it's just like jitters being in front of the crowd. Yeah. Do you feel like, you, do you feel like you still get a little bit nervous in front of people like that? Oh, definitely. I feel like, to me, I feel like you don't. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, I feel like it's also kind of like being on the radio, you know, like it, you like panic a little bit at the beginning and then like, you know, you start settling in, you get everything going just right and it's just, it's smooth sailing from there. Yeah, I was telling, I had this husband and wife on yesterday and they're like, I don't know how, but they're so natural at this, like. They get on, they can forget there's a mic, they can they can forget they're on the radio, and they can just, like, gap, you know. By, and I feel like you're getting better each time you do it. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to think so. Like, I feel like, like with uh, this time, that that period of kind of being, like, scatterbrained at the beginning was just kind of, it was, it was much less, for sure. Yeah. So, okay, tell me, like, tell me a little more about these conspiracies. All right. Well, uh, I, I broke the speech down into a couple different sections. There was the domestic ones, the international ones, and then uh, <laughs> just ones that were complete conjecture. Do you have any preference? Start, start at the beginning. All right. So, I mean, in, in the domestic, of course, you know, you've got the idea of the CIA and, you know, the Bay of Pigs didn't go very well. And John F. Kennedy really just was not on the same footing as the CIA. You know, they were very... Very against each other, I'd say. I kind of forgot that part where you talk about the, uh, the Cuba. 
Cuba, when you're talking about Cuba, I totally had forgotten about that. But like them, how it failed, but so that had kind of been like weird with the CIA. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And I feel like I feel like one thing that I forgot to do during the actual speech, but I'll do right now, is kind of tie it back, <laughs> tie it back, like with the theory that Fidel Castro was involved in the assassination. Oh, really? Like a big thing was, if Fidel Castro did it, I'm not saying one way or the other, but if he did, then it was kind of like a revenge for the Bay of Pigs. Like, hey, don't use our own people to try to overthrow the government. You know? Do you think the Bay of Pigs could work? Uh, I mean. Maybe. I mean, I feel like just using Cuban exiles, like, they had the motivation, but, like, no, they didn't have, like, the numbers and stuff, you know, and they were completely untrained, and so, like, in a couple months, the CIA was like, okay, you're ready, and that definitely was not enough time. Oh, but you feel like it m- might have worked if it was, it was, like, years of training and stuff like that? I mean, Possibly. Maybe. Like, the, the thing is, right, is that if the U.S. did do, like, an invasion of Cuba officially and it wasn't, like, you know, some little ploy by the CIA. Yeah. Like, it would have been pretty disastrous, yeah. Because a lot of people were betting on the United States not uh, invading Cuba. Yeah, it would have been crazy if they did. Yeah. Actually, like, re-going over that with our class last semester. Yeah. I've been like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, like, you know, you had everything with the Cuban Missile Crisis, and that would have only gone worse. That would have That would have made the Cuban Missile Crisis, like, the crisis. Yeah. Okay, so that's... Which one of these, as you keep explaining, which one do you feel like could be the most believable? The most believable? Yeah. I mean... I love how you said the magic bullet one. How, like, the bullet... I've heard about that, too. How the bullet, like, in and out, like, these different ways. Then I didn't know the bullet It's like, almost completely intact. No, it was it was perfectly intact. Like, it was kind of dented at the front, but, I mean, for, like... That's, like, that's crazy. For shattering, like, multiple ribs and a wrist, like... Can't go through muscle and people and... Oh, yeah. The chair and whatever. Yeah, it was like the shape was perfect and everything. It was kind of crazy. I've never even seen a bullet like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what kind of rifle it was off the top of my head, but apparently, apparently it worked, right? Yeah. I, I know, like, I used to hunt. I, I, well, I hunt when I can pull a tag, but when I can't pull a tag, I don't hunt. But like, even, like, after you shoot, even if you, like, shooting into, like, wood, after you, like, shoot it, it's, like, smushed. Yeah. Like, even, like, it's... Especially if you're shooting in a hard object, like the bullet is like not a bolt. It's not like a pointy or like it's more like a circle almost, yeah. like lead or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's kind of crazy because like it, it's just in such perfect condition, you know. And like they just cataloged it as it was, you know, and it was it was just so perfect. And it was, you know, what it like entered and exited two people you probably know do you still remember like the directions where it went in and out of the two yeah so it was um what basically happened is that it entered i think it's maybe five and a half inches from jfk's shirt collar in his back came out just where his tie is tied at his throat and then it went uh all the way to his shoulder right oh, oh then it bent right yeah it went into the Texas governor's right shoulder then out underneath his right nipple and it shattered his right wrist and it was the, a left wrist no it was to see that's what was weird about it is it was the right wrist and then landed in the left thigh oh what yeah it's see that's the thing right like if if one bullet was supposed to do that like that's a lot to do with such minimal damage and it and it wasn't multiple shots i mean 
No, because um, based on like the reaction time of them both getting hit, you know, like yeah, it like, had to know. been one, well, that or there had to be multiple people at shot at once. Yeah, but they probably, I assumed, only found this one mystery bullet. Of, uh, I think that they they found all three bullets that were fired because one of the first one, uh, just completely missed like anything, and it hit the the street. And so, like, it, like, kicked up some dust and it... So we were like, bro, what was that? Yeah, I think so. But then, like, you know, the second shot came through. That was the one that did, like, all the damage <laughs> to the Texas governor, all the non-fatal wounds to the president, and then the third one was the one that finally killed the president. Dang. Yeah. So it's, like, hard... It's, like, hard to say it was, like, three at the same time because, like, like the timing's off. Yeah, so I mean... Like, the the thing is, like, the first one, you know, that one can happen whenever, right? Yeah. But, I mean, like, if if there were to be multiple shooters for the second one and one of the bullets just, like... Disappeared? Yeah. yeah. Like, it was just gone, then I guess maybe, but still, like, you know, it, it'd be hard to say which bullet did what and stuff like that. Yeah, it'd be so weird. Like, and, like, I'm thinking about it, let's say... um maybe let's just say there's three different snipers and they're all timed to shoot at once but one of them shoots an accident the first one misses hits the ground so they're like oh shoot like we have to like like hurry up guy then like they all shoot at once it then then like it happens that i'm imagining if you're like the secret service you see multiple holes like if that was the truth why wouldn't you say it so it makes it makes sense why it's one but at the same time it's like it's a magic one bullet so yeah it's I don't know it's all just really weird you know but I mean but aliens was another one oh yeah um <laughs> I, I don't think I'd heard that one no I I that one was kind of just thrown on there as a joke just cause you know like I feel like you know just talking about oh yeah the president died for six minutes straight kind of not the best idea so you tag on like another 30 seconds 45 seconds of being like haha what if what if there's an alien base on the moon you know yeah did you make that up or no no somebody actually like, I was like somebody claimed that an alien gave the presidential limo driver an a, a gas pressure device that killed JFK hey I'd believe more I would believe more about gas pressured bullet more than I would believe because I feel like that bullet would, would even if it was like crazy like you know like sci-fi it's like can move directions while it's like moving incredibly fast. Yeah, that would, that that to me that sounds more like futuristic alienish technology to like move like no like pattern. Yeah, I get what you're saying because like I don't know, just the the way that it moved is just kind of crazy. It doesn't seem like it should happen, you know. Do you feel like he's your favorite president? Yeah, I'd say. I feel like yeah. He's in office for two and a half years. Yeah, because he didn't do his full term then, right? He didn't. He didn't because he was assassinated. Yeah, but I feel like it was more than halfway from his first. Yeah, because he was, I'm pretty sure that what he was doing in Texas at the time was kind of like a campaign move because, you know, he had um, Lyndon B. Johnson as his vice president and he was a Texan. And so I feel like he was going to Texas just to like solidify the, the Texas vote early on in the campaigning stage. Does that make sense? Yeah, because, I mean, it depending on if you believe that secretary who wrote a book, she said, you know, that he didn't want 
Lyndon B. Johnson to run with him as his vice president, which, I mean, it would kind of make sense to, like, early on get the Texas voters, then drop the Texan and take on the North Carolinian. Carolinian? I'd see that working. What do you mean, like, he dropped? Well, like, as in, like, he didn't run with him as his vice president. Oh, didn't run with him. Or that's that's what his plan was. I was like, I don't think he's going against his vice. So he was going to drop his vice president to get a new vice president. Yeah. Can they just pick who it is? Yeah, as far as I know. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure the way it works is like uh, they get like they, they choose who it is, but I'm pretty sure that it can be like turned down. But that might be wrong. I might just be lying. I don't know. I know they have to pick the first lady. but Oh, that's not. <laughs> and the second lady. I mean, kind of. Well, second lady. I mean, Monroe from Maryland. <laughs> that's a good one. Well, pretty good. You know. It's the, the real first lady. I'd say she was the second. Yeah, I know. He's married to Jack Kennedy first. I know. But So, besides, who's your second favorite president? Maybe that's a better question. I don't know. I need some time to think on that. What's your favorite president? Come back to me. Um, Favorite president? Probably Abraham Lincoln. Go with that. Yeah, he was pretty good. I feel like, I've, like I know like a decent amount about him, but sometimes like I learn more things like I recently learned about Abraham Lincoln Abraham Lincoln he kind of put the hat on and he was the first kind of like country um was Roosevelt before or after him Roosevelt was after after yeah so he was like the first like real like country ish like he kind of put on that persona of like a country born raised like small town ish president so when he he could continue to run. He kind of had that in America really liked, wanted that kind of more of like a less political figure, but more of like a American based like president, like a leader kind of, yeah, not like a political leader, but just someone who will lead. Yeah. So I think that like, I didn't know that like he kind of, I don't know, like fluffed up and became the per the person like the people needed at the time. Yeah. I think, I think that's pretty respectable. I'd say, I'd say Abraham Lincoln is definitely in the top five top five for sure oh I'd, I'd even wait just to say top three i don't know if he gets second place because i mean george washington kind of he's he's you know greatest of all time have you seen those guys on tiktok and like instagram that like do top fives like a draft pick but like different thing categories oh like the brothers yeah yeah i don't I know, know if they're brothers or not but they're like friends or at least yeah. what well you might you might be seeing the same thing but it's like oh it's tur- it's like thanksgiving he's like bro what's your number one thanksgiving food but like oh it has to be turkey for me and they go like back and forth, but like, oh, Turkey, that's an L play. Like it's all about the roles, and they like cons- consistently go back and forth. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But when you said that, he's oh, definitely in the top, one. top, definitely in the top three. That it was like reminding me of that. Wait, I mean, honestly, if we were doing a president's draft, Abraham Lincoln president draft. There. Okay, let's do it right now. I was doing okay. Okay, you can go first. Oh, I'll go. First. You get five slots. I, I might have to look up more presidents, but. I think I think in the number one spot, you know, I I gotta take George Washington in terms of like just like not not in like my personal opinion, you know. Hey, he's an overall player. He's doing great. Yeah, you know, he's he is that guy, you know, every quarter, every one dollar bill, you know, you see him everywhere. He is that guy. I'm gonna go Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln is a good choice. Like when you think of good presidents, like there's some that have good, maybe some bad. Abraham Lincoln, you can't even think of shade to throw at. Yeah, that's kinda true. Yeah, like, yeah, there's some, like, maybe more modern. You're like, yeah, maybe he did good policy, but I don't like his personality. You're like, oh, I like his personality, but I don't like his policy. Like, it's very commonplace now. But you think Abraham Lincoln, one, we weren't alive then, but two, and you're like, you just hear the really good things. So it's my, my first first overall draft. Okay. Number two spot? I'm pulling up, I'm pulling up a list. Do you want a list, too? 
Nah, I'm good. I'll figure hey, it out. I'm a... I think I think number two spot. I gotta go with JFK, just because like he did some crazy work on like civil rights. You know, for the time, like I'm not gonna like he he definitely fueled the fire on the civil rights movement. You know, like I'm not gonna say that he like caused it or anything, but like you know he he brought it to the national stage and the, especially the national government stage. And I feel like I feel like you know that's that's pretty good. That's pretty up there. Yeah. And that was a that was that was okay pick for your number two. Hey, that's a great pick for you. But mine, Theodore Roosevelt, number two. Oh, that's a good pick. I feel like one, he's the like one. You think of him, you don't really think of too many. Uncle Joe, was he the Uncle Joe? Hmm. Le- we learned in class who's the who's the one that could say a uh, Stalin call him Uncle Joe. Who was that? Isn't it Teddy Roosevelt? I oh, I feel like it was. Could have been Winston Churchill. No. No. Winston Churchill. Let me look. No, like I don't think. When I think of that, I don't think. Taft? No. That wait, how was it? Let me keep looking. Oh, Frank Franklin Roosevelt. Oh. Uh, Franklin Roosevelt. That, that's not who I'm picking. I'm t- I'm picking Theodore Roosevelt. Bull Moose. I'm picking him. That was a good pick. One, I feel like he did a lot when it comes to the United States and state. And national parks. That's true. Like he, he like made like those areas like mm. important. He's on. Isn't he on the Mount Rush, Mount Rushmore? Yeah, as far as I know, he's like the fourth one. First was I don't know. He's somewhere up there. I'm pretty sure. So him, you did a lot of good things. Kind of same as Abraham Lincoln. I can't really think of anything negative. That's a great pick. So that's my number two. I am going to uh, take a little idea that you put out there, though. Oh, I think I his think. his grandson or something, maybe. What is it? His son? I don't know how they're related. If they are, same it. last names. Yeah, I I do have to definitely go with FDR though, because okay, kind of the goat. Sometimes I got it confused in class when you're learning about it. I was like, I was always thinking of theater. Was it like third theater or something? Yeah, yeah, that mustache. So like, crazy. So why are you picking him? Um, I feel like the the work that he did, you know, during the Great Depression and early World War II, it's pretty good stuff. You know, I feel like he definitely led the country in a time when it needed leadership. I feel like he definitely he had that down pat. That's great. That's great. Number three pick. I I only think I would have picked it, but it would have been up there. My number three, as I'm looking, we do Thomas Jefferson. Number third president, third president. That's good. Hundred dollar bill, electricity, and I'm learning more and more about him because I'm reading this book called "The Forty Eight Laws of Power," mm. talking about different power dynamics of the world that happens in the world. It kind of like educates you on them. Then, if you want to use them, like with things to like be be aware about. And there's been a couple times he's like mentioned him, and he's like really well. He's like a really good businessman, as well as a scientist. So I think he's he's really cool and he's on the hundred dollar bill, and yeah, I definitely he's in my top five. He's in my third slot. Let's see here, number four slot. Um, wait, read off names. Oops. Uh, Nixon. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not choosing Nixon around number four spot. Um, oh, let's see. Probably, probably someone more modern. Hey, I coming up one of my don't pick mine though. I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say it. Okay, I'm gonna say Barack Obama. He was. You know, he wasn't like the most influential or out there, you know, but he was, he was definitely 
I he feel like personality. Much. I feel like personality. Rockman was a great guy. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he had some good. Do you think Rockman like this guy's awesome? Yeah, I've heard. Like I wasn't really as old to really know. Mm. I've heard some of the stuff he tried past, like didn't mm. really work. Yeah, like super well, or like was kind of really slow. Is what I've like been heard. But I know personality. I would say he's a good pick for that. Yeah, like, you're like oh, like even if you like didn't agree with him being Democrat or whatever. Or like his policies, you like you see him, you're like, oh, that's good, that's good. He's he's a good guy. Yeah, and he, he and like the eight years I was in, he like went super gray. He came with like all black hair. And he left. It was like full gray head. Dude, I mean, I don't blame him. It's a stressful job, I'm sure. You know, you got a, a whole country riding on your shoulders. That's a heavy load. It would be heavy. These names aren't really loading, so I'm like trying to like read. That was your fourth, right? That was my fourth pick. Um. I'm going to go with Donald Trump. That's an interesting pick. Or slip. Mainly, I, what I'm really going on, I was, a, again, I don't know why, but I wasn't really into politics when he was first running or, like, hearing the things. I'm just kind of going off what he's like, would want to do if he gets reelected mm. and s- saying some of the things that he is, like, wanting to do when he comes back. He has, he has a lot of stuff about, like, how he's trying to, like, cancel funding for schools who are pushing certain agendas that are, that are affecting children and stuff. So I'm like, oh, like some of that I can stand with. So, and I feel like he's kind of like the opposite of Obama. Like a lot of people don't like Donald Trump as a person or like what he, like the way he like holds himself. But I feel like as you go deep, he's a, he was able to like do a lot good policy stuff. Yeah. Even if like he, there was a lot of hate on like his personality. So that's why he's my number four. Okay. Okay. So your number five pick. Bottom of the draft. He, yeah. This may just be a rookie. You might be throw, just throw a rookie out there. A rookie out there? A rookie, you know. Is may, this might be your first year you're throwing out, but who knows? No, I'm not throwing out. JB. No way. No, no, no. I'm talking about him. Yo, we're not talking about well, how many presidents. We're not, we're not talking about the 46th string. We're not talking about. <laughs> just kidding. He, well, he wouldn't be that bad. He'd probably be like. If I could put Joe Biden, he'd probably be in like the 40th. No, I'd say that's a little low. I th- I'll say I'll thirty-five. Th- I'll say thirty-five. Okay, I think that I can. Agree I with go that. thirty-five. There's definitely like a handful. There's some people one I don't even know of. Like put down there. There's Nixon. We're like, oh, there's no real positive effect that I can think of. Okay, here for for my for my fifth spot, right? I'm gonna take it way back, right? Okay. We're going James K. Polk. I don't know what number he was, but he did some crazy stuff. Uh, number eleven. Number eleven. He. He had some crazy ideas, but I think I think that he was just like a reliable guy, you know, which I think is because, okay. you know, he made the claim like I'm going to do one term and then I'm just going to be done. I think that's that's exactly what he did. Pretty good. I respect that, you know, because like he so I'm going to do my best. Yeah, he did his best. He made a promise. He stuck to it for the American people. You know, I don't I don't see how that's a bad thing. That's great. Who's your five picks? I got it. Who is Ronald Reagan? Oh. Uh... That's an interesting pick. Would you pick? Why are you saying that? I don't know. That I feel like he is like the older Donald Trump when it comes to pol- politics. Because when he was like an actor, he would think he was kind of similar, kind of a similar already in like the limelight before he was president. And that's really all I'm going off of. That's all I know. So I'm I'm just going off of his personality and him being an actor. Bedtime for Bonzo. I don't know what that means. That's the movie he was in with the monkey. Oh really? Yeah. So I feel like personality-wise, 
I don't know anything about his policy mm. or anything. I feel like when it comes to like American spirit, we do Reagan. Yeah, I, in terms of that, yeah, I feel like a lot of people, especially because I don't know like many of the policy things, so I can't really put that into my pick. But you know, I Donald Trump, Donald Trump's the opposite, so I need some of that flair. I need your okay. In terms of like, in terms I, of like, a t- I need your Barack Obama. I need your Barack Obama on my team. That's why I'm feeling. Okay, I see where you're coming. That's from. where I'm coming from. I need I need balanced players. Like yeah, I, like he he plays kind of dirty, but but people yeah. like him. Yeah, I feel like I feel like everybody. everybody he has, he has one strength, one wit, one weakness. We know what it is. So I gotta get players that like, fill other people's weaknesses. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I I think that's a fair draft. Yeah, that's my top. That was that was so fun. That was really good. That was really like how did that was I I did this I did this type of thing during Thanksgiving with my family with foods. I'm like, what's your number one Thanksgiving food? They wanted everybody did it. It pretty, that was pretty. That was pretty good. It was really good. I was honestly way entertained. I don't know. I was like, get it. I was like, yeah. And like, yeah. I feel like I can never like super share my opinions, like and like all the presents and stuff, that like feeling. But like this type of draft, even though it's kind of like a joke and stuff, it was, it was kind of fun to like. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of diss yours and like hype mine up. Yeah, I knew where you're coming from. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So I guess I'll talk about my 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 speech. Oh, please, please do. So. This whole so ever since we've been told we had to do this informative speech in our class, our public speaking class, I've been telling Aiden that my subject's been women. That I've, I've been pulling it back and like teasing Aiden off and on, like oh maybe it's not this or actually it is, to kind of like mess with him. So we never knew if it actually was or not, and it wasn't. So I really pulled him hard. Yeah, I was. I'm. You had me convinced there for a second, really, and then like. When uh, when Professor Baum covered for you, that was pretty good because I remember one day I was like, "Hey, what's his topic? Tell me." And he said, "I'm not gonna tell you." So I feel like I feel like he definitely did you a favor there because he very easily could have just told me the real topic. I know. And I tried to when I did my slides. It was kind of hard because like when, as you're pulling up the slides, you can like read the slides kind of. Yeah. My first slide, like it didn't say what it was. Like it was like this is this is gonna change your life. This is gonna be the best version of you, but I didn't have the topic at all. So I could be like, oh, how to build muscle. It kind of like, oh, there it is. Kind of came out of nowhere. It was good. Yeah. And then I, uh, probably the most lacking part of my speech is sleep because I kind of gave up on sleep. I was like, you know, sleep is good. But I was like, I'm out. Yeah. And that, that's, <laughs> you know, because like, I feel like, like of the three, like the most important ones are like, you know, how to actually build muscle and then how to like, eat properly to maintain it you know yeah and i feel like i'm not saying sleep's not important but yeah it's it's really of the it's, i feel it's easier to understand what you need to do yeah like, with, like oh i need to sleep in between this many to this many hours okay yeah and you know so i feel like i feel like that's all you need really was you know just like say like hey sleeping is good for you and it's good for you because of this and okay there you go sleep yeah i kind of stacked it so like my three points was like oh you need resistance being some part of training to like tear down the muscle, but then you also need uh, the like proper nutrition to like refuel the muscle, and you also need sleep to f- fully repair the muscle. Yeah, kind of did it in that way. So you each one I did, you understood like why I was talking about it because related to like back to like the first point. Yeah, like how to build the muscle. I like I like how you talked about um. I don't know. There's a lot of things like uh, talking about like eating before workouts because you know I yeah. Also, hang on. Before we get into that, though, that was my major for a long time, so that's why I, I you, was like, "Boom!" 
You did not have to call me out mid-speech <laughs> and say, here's how you build muscle if you need Aiden. <laughs> yeah, what was that about? Because I knew I could pick on you versus the one in the class. That's horrible. Well, I know you took it good. I thought you would whine more, but you didn't. No, I, I wrote it down on my... Can't believe it's... Yeah, I wrote on my... One negative thing. <laughs> two negative things. What? You... The second one was, hey, why would you do that to me? That was unbelievable. It had to grab your attention. That's true. It did get my attention. Like, better be good enough for him to call me out. Like, yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, I feel like my, the nutrition part was probably the best. It was probably the best section. And because I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Then which part of the, which part do you feel like as I was talking about the nutrition part, which part do you feel like you didn't know about? You said like the eating before. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, like when I think about it, it makes sense, but I, you know, I just never thought really about it. It works. And also the eating like during workouts. I didn't know yeah. about that either. I learned so last semester I just switched my major. Mm. Well, I haven't like like on the canvas, but in my mind I've switched my major. Okay. I didn't know what classes to take now. Uh, but last semester I took a sports nutrition. Mm. So it's nutrition, but it's based on athletes. So that's where all those numbers I put up came from. Was that uh was that a uh, Professor Davis? Professor Davis. Yeah. Um how old is she? Relatively young. Yeah, like 27. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's the dietitian for the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I took uh, Scientific Foundations of Human Nutrition from her. Really? Yeah. Last semester. Really? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, but like definitely Is not. Is that just basic nutrition? Yeah, kind of. And like also like, you know, like eat your vitamins, get enough sleep. Don't worry about I kinda, body image. I kind of jumped classes. Then I was like, I don't want to go back. And I was like, I'm a switch major. Okay, you switched to comms, yeah? Yeah. So I was like, uh, yeah, but yeah it's cool to, like, talk about nutrition or, like, be a sports, like, dietitian. I was like, yeah, that's, like, that's cool. Like, my mind was like, man, like, being, like, a like a producer or, like, a, the face or the voice of a podcast, I was like, I'm going to do that. Hey, I still don't understand how you did the, the radio before you took Introduction to Communications. Yeah? How'd you do that? You just sign up. Oh. There's no, like, it's not a prerequisite? No. Oh, okay. You yeah, just, so, just went for it. Yeah, so you can sign it. So, like, right now I'm in, like, the advanced class. Mm. So less, it, less school, le- less class schedule, but more on-air schedule. The yeah. class I was in before has more in-person schedule, less on-air schedule. Okay, what do you, like, is it, like, do you meet, like, once a week or? Um. So the, the first class that you can sign up for, you meet three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for 50 minutes. Then you have one hour, uh, it, uh, one hour of doing your your radio shift anytime throughout the week that you do every week. But this time we only meet for an hour for like fifty minutes on Wednesdays. Then uh, depends how many credits you want to take. So some people who are like maybe more heavy or more in a heavier load, they don't have a lot of free time, but they only have like an hour here and there. So like, oh, if I have two hours available, I'm gonna take two credits in this class. But only. I only have one. I'm going to take one credit in this class. Hmm. So you could have the same load as the class under it, but still be in the advanced class. Okay. Then all the advanced class people are always in the evening. Because anyone who's new get like gets like the easier slot times, uh, cause especially if it's like new for their schedule and like there's people around if they have questions and they want to learn. Brian's a lot, a lot of times in his office. So, he's, so there's a lot of help you can still get. Well, that's why... Anyone in the advanced class, like the guy who was here before me, or the people that go at different times like this, 
usually any time after five, the more advanced people will be on. But from like eight or nine to like five, um, if you ever see someone in the station, for the most part, it'll be someone who's new to the class. Okay. At least in the beginner class. Interesting. Yeah. But I feel like even when I was in the first class, I felt like I was in this class. <laughs> what do you, what do you, why, what do you mean? Like I, I felt like I was like, I'm on the radio. Like I had one, cl- one thing a week. I didn't feel that the, the gap between me and like the more advanced class, even though they had more hours, mm. I feel like after I kind of got, uh, I understood the instruments or I, I messed up a few times that I understood like the, the normal mechanics of everything. I, and I felt better. I could almost improv my, it's called a voice break. So we'll say they play music then. And you're like, oh, you're listening to Thunder 91. Um, then you're like, you're like, oh, it's been super snowy outside. Kind of like we did for class, you know, like the, the voice break. Yeah. Like, oh, like make sure that stay warm, you know, maybe find a girl to hold up to, to keep you warm, you know, hold her hand or something. Right now we're going to play blah, blah, blah. Like that's like, that's all you're really doing pl- besides playing music. Right. So I feel like I got really good at that kind of improving it. You kind of get a paper as you start out. But as you get better, you don't have to per se use it mm. as much. But I feel like as you get to the point that I didn't even need it, I could just like, oh, like, or I could just like go deeper into that song. Like, oh, this song came out. It's actually super good. Lincoln Park. And I could like kind of go into it as my little subject for that was like 40 seconds yeah. before playing another song. So as it got better than that, I didn't, feel, I didn't feel like the other people who had more times that were in the advanced class, mm. even though I knew they were in the advanced class, I didn't feel... Like they put me down because I was in the lower class. Okay. Or like you, I I was using like the podcast room and stuff over there, chilling in that area, just like down this hall. And I didn't feel like, I was like, hey, what are you doing here? Like they don't really care, you know, because they're really, only one that's hanging out there is for the radio class. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know why I'm talking about that. You asked me a question? Yeah, we got there somehow. I don't remember that. Talking, ooh. Oh, talking about major, major change. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I did like nutrition. I did like it a lot. Oh, to kind of tell you more about eating during your workout, yeah. I because that, that works like 100%. Like, you know, there's like supplements you can take or things like that. You're like, oh, this, hopefully this does help me. But I, I, I tested because the class that I took was um, like um, nutrition for athletes. And I just re- really just applied it to me going to the gym. Yeah. So really everything I learned for the most part, the things I like to learn, going into the class, I probably knew 60% because I was already kind of w- more averse in the athlete kind of nutrition-ish. But the 40% that I had no idea of, I really like grabbed onto hmm. really well. So it was to understand more like, oh, if you're going to work out for an hour, but if you want to work out for an hour and a half or two hours, they're... There is sugar in your blood or glucose that after an hour of working out your energy stores or the energy which is in your blood will go down. So if you want to keep going down without getting even more tired during your workouts, you want to spike it. And my personal experience is it won't say that if you eat, like as I explained in class, if you eat a good amount of carbs before your workout, you'll have good energy going in your workout. If you spike your system, in the hour mark you don't per se hit the same point of when you started but it's pretty close then that then you're so as you do more hard sets you won't be just like burnt out for another hour 
you kind of still have that energy. So the time you get home, you kind of won't just won't be completely exhausted. Okay, that makes sense. That so like I'm kind of there's I'm coming kind of a numbers person, but in like a weird way. There's like if you told me a number, or if I see an well, like, example, if I go bowling, then with someone, then like weeks later, someone's like, "Hey, what was your score?" And then I could like tell you all my bowling scores or things like that. There's just some numbers I'll just like memorize unconsciously. So as I was learning about how many carbs I should eat before or after or during, those like numbers just like stick to me hard. So even now, without me trying, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna lift in an hour. I gotta eat a banana, then I gotta eat a cosmic brownie, then I'm gonna eat a whatever. I was like, okay, if I eat all these things, then I have enough carbs to, to have my workout. And I was like, oh, I gotta get gummy worms. And then I'm like, put gummy birds in a bag, go. Gummy worms are my favorite. Mm. Recently, I had them today. Today, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm dressed differently than I was earlier because I just came from the gym. Where am I seeing? Yeah, dude, I don't know anything about the gym. I've never been to a gym in my life. You, you, you get huge. Man, you want? Yeah, you'd be surprised. I'd be massive, massive, mass monster. How much you weigh now? I'm like one thirty-five. Really? I would have thought you would have weighed more. More? Yeah. Was that like one fifty-five? 155. Yeah. Why do you think of that? I don't know. I feel like when I see you, maybe because you dress in so many layers, maybe I don't yeah. think, I don't realize that you're smaller than I think. I do. I do wear pretty big clothes. Or maybe it's like nice hair with the glasses or, you know, the, the tank top and the lantis or whatever it is, you know. Um, you had you had to bring it up, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Every time. You saw the clock and you were like, oh, got to fit in there. Yeah, fit it in. I'm telling you, it would have been like so shocking if you like would have dressed up and done Atlantis for your subject like this is the movie Atlantis the non-musical from 1992 like I would have been like what like that would have been like so crazy because everybody would be like that's right that's him Timothy that's him Timothy Chalamet that's Timothy I said Timothy I said Timothy Chalamet okay he's him Timothy I love that thing it's like him Timothy do you feel like you'll ever go to the gym Ever start working out your body? I I mean, I know that I should. You know, like I I know. You you learned about it for five to seven minutes. Yeah. And like the the thing is, like I know, like I'm I'm not like like sedentary, you know, like I I walk from into school all the time. Home. Home, exactly. I walk home and um you know, I, I walk pretty much everywhere that I can. You know, I mean, like, I drive to the grocery store, and that's because it's, like, a mile away. Did you do any sports in high school? No, I didn't. Did you do debate? Right? I did do debate. Yeah, so, like, yeah, no sports. I wish I would have, though, because, like, now that me and my roommates have started really getting into college basketball, like, yeah, it would... Really? Be... You are? Oh, dude, we... I would have not known that, looking at you. Yeah, like, we go to we go to every game that we can, men's and women's. Nice. Do you watch other college basketball games? And not really, no. Oh, maybe that's, I'm, just, I'm just concerned about SU. Maybe that's what I was thinking. I was, I was like, man, you're getting into other college. They just call, when I think college basketball, I think of like, like the U.S. like different colleges around when yeah. when people say that. But that makes sense. I guess I should have specified like SU. I was like, dang, like you got you went hard down the rabbit hole. Yeah, because I mean, like two games a day. You know, unfortunate loss for the women's, great win for the men's. Like that's all I can ask for. Did I so? Yesterday, let me tell you this thing going off of that. Um, so I'm going, so in my, this advanced class, since we don't meet as much, we do different type of projects. 
Because when you're in the beginning class, you kind of learn how to edit audio or you do kind of beginner projects, putting voice things together. Like if you ever hear a voice break, like, oh, like we're the commercial free radio station at Thud in Utah, then they play another song. That's something you could edit down. Yeah, that guy's on next. You can edit, you can, you can, yeah, you just, you can edit it down. And that's like what in the beginning class is what you kind of learn is how to edit your voice and stuff. In this advanced class, you do kind of different other projects. So you kind of get split up in groups. And this first half of this semester, I was in a podcasting group. So an hour, 30, 30 minutes a week, we'd get together and just like do a, do a podcast together with some guys in the class. And, but now I'm in, uh, I'm in the sports podcast. I'm in the sports part. So each time we'll edit, like five days a week, we'll edit a little sports rap for the day. But, oh, is that an example you said? Like, oh, we lost. The girls lost today. But the guy's got the W yeah. or whatever. So that's what I'll be doing after spring break. So anyways, we're in the class because like we got in our new groups kind of talking about it. Then I was like, and there's a couple, you can actually be, um, you can actually work and be a commentator at those games. Oh, really? Like work at a table and they'll pay you like 25 bucks for like the whole game and whatever. So some of the people- Like, it, like a commentator for KSU? Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah, SU, like they'll wear like suit and tie and they'll go and commentate. So a couple of guys are in my group have done that do do the paid commentating thing, and I saw this TikTok, Instagram thing, and this guy he's going from a girls college basketball to guys college basketball, and he's like, "Oh, that was a girls college basketball, but now back now back to the real basketball," and he like transitions to the to the guys, and it was so funny because I showed a couple of guys who do the broadcasting here, and they died, kind of like you do. Dude, I mean, thing is though. SU's women's team is great. Like, I can't even lie. Yeah? Oh, yeah. They're much taller than they used to be. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Like, when I first came here, like, three years ago, like, two and a half, like, they were short. Like, tallest was, like, five, nine. And now you're, like, you now you walk up and they're, like, you're small, Logan. I'm, like, leave me alone. Yeah, Lizzie Williamson, super tall. I know. And they have boyfriends, you know, you know, that are super tall. So that's not me, though. Not me. What's the tallest girl you ever dated? Real quick. Five, four. Five, tallest? Yeah. What? Is that Joe? No. Oh. No, it's not. Joe Spall of that? Yeah. Dang. I would have no idea. I know. It's kind of crazy. Like, I like. I guess I never really thought about it, but it is like 5'4 is the tallest. Maybe 5'5". Five, five. Have You d- You must have dated some midges in the past. You, Whoa. You player out there? Whoa. Whoa. What are you talking about? Hey, thanks for being on my talk show. Yeah, of course. I love being here. Maybe you have to be on in a couple weeks. Yeah. Let me know. I'll have one. After spring break. Well, that was the Down to Talk Radio podcast.